I'm Pete Murray from the uh, Manchester Metropolitan Uni branch of the UCU and welcome to this latest episode of the Picket Light podcast. I'm joined here by my colleague uh, Vince Hunt. Vince, what's going on? Well, morning Pete. It's, uh, it's actually a really nice day for Picket Line Juicy uh, and, uh, and I've been really impressed by the, uh, the strength of support this morning all the way up from uh, Oxford Road Station to the University Arts, which is where we are at the moment. Uh, there are pickets from Unison, there's pickets from UCU, uh, there's leafleting going on, and uh, we've just stepped away because of the band in the, yeah, the background. So we've got the PCS band, uh, drumming band playing in the background, and well, an ambulance going past right at the minute. But, but yeah, so we're just preparing for, to march from the University of Manchester into the city centre, and there's going to be a rally there. Is that the plan, yeah? That's the plan, and uh, I've been encouraged because uh, there's there's a great deal more knowledge about uh, the reasons why this strike is taking place than than the last time round, and uh, and people are very encouraging and supportive. So we're expecting a good turnout, but you know let's let's look at this. It's starting to move now. Uh, we've got banners all the way down outside the front of the university. We've got crowds of students, we've got crowds of lecturers, and we've got crowds of uh, people supporting as well. And we're just preparing to move off now uh, for the rally, as you say, in town. So we'll head off with the, the rest of the marchers, and as we do that, um, we'll listen to some of the voices, some of the people that we've been speaking to um, from other trade unions here in the UK, and also actually from Germany. So uh, let's head off on the march now. So Vince, we're in the middle of the march here, so what's, uh, what's going on? Uh, well, with the march is just going past us now. It's, uh, it's a very strong turnout, actually. Lots of, uh, um, lots of staff, lots of students led by the PCS band. Uh, there are banners calling for an end to casualisation. Uh, some students carrying banners saying, uh, staff working conditions are our learning conditions. And then uh, on strike for fair pay and on strike to win back my pension. So there's a fair range of opinion represented here in the, uh, in the march past. And now they're heading off into town for the big rally at the end. Yeah, so as we head off into town, so this is all the, the UCU people, and they started off at University of Manchester. We're standing here right in the middle of the, the MMU campus. So while we're here, let's hear a, a little bit now from Chris Dale, who's from the, the Unison Trade Union, and we spoke to him earlier on this morning. The strike has been called originally against our nationally agreed pay offer, which was 3% for most staff. Um, when inflation was currently running at 9% when that was offered and is now in double figures, it was, we felt this was a derisory offer, an insult after over a decade of pay freezes and below inflation pay offers. Uh, with the cost of living at a 40-year high, we just felt it was unacceptable, especially when in unison we represent the lowest paid workers within higher education, from domestic assistants and caterers on upwards. And we also have a number of uh, local campaigns going, centred around pay as well. Um, the university offers some of the most uncompetitive grading structures going in the country for comparable institutions. And it was these compounding issues which got us over the line in our strike ballot this summer. And so the, the fact that you're out and the, the UCU are out and it's happening, the communication workers are out today, train drivers tomorrow, it's, 
I mean, is that sense of something else, something bigger going on, is that, is that important for you guys as well? I think it's definitely important. We feel part of a broader movement against low pay, against precarious jobs, just against um, a cost of living that's out of control and the fact that we've had to take this pay restraint, take the austerity for years and years now, and it's got us nowhere, but there's more billionaires than there's ever been. People are richer than they've ever been at the very top while we're still suffering and it's just not right. The, prior the money is there but the priorities are skewed towards the already wealthy while we just get poorer and poorer and poorer. And so from the MMU building uh, on Oxford Road the march continued um, for another what, mile or so up the road to St Peter's Square for the main rally and there were literally hundreds of people there, um, lots and lots of, of uh, UCU banners and other trade union banners on display there. And uh, the rally heard first of all from James McKenna and he's the regional secretary for the TUC. Whether it's in colleges, on the docks, in our factories, in our schools, in our job centres, people have had enough and they're going to say I'm going to do something about it because for too long pay has been held back Jobs have been casualised, people have been expected to put up with it. And largely, we have, for the last decade or so, pay in the public sector and the private sector hasn't kept pace with inflation. The cost of living crisis now isn't a new thing. It's because there have been over a decade of this government and others holding down workers' pay. Money that you should have in your pocket to spend in your local communities that supports other jobs to spend on your families and to spend on the essentials. So this isn't a new crisis, it's one that we knew was coming, but that doesn't make it any easier to fix. What we have seen this year though particularly, when the RMT, CWU and UCU all started to take strike action en masse nationally, we've seen a lot more people encouraged to do something about it. A lot more people saying, I'm fed up. And a lot more people saying, Standing together, we can fight back. And standing together, we can win. Now, it is easy to say that. It is easy to say that. And I wish me standing in St. Peter's Square saying that was enough for us to win. But it isn't. There's a fight ahead for everyone. Whether you're a UCU member, CWU, Unison, Unite, any other trade unions taking action. There's a big fight ahead. This government have shown they don't want to give in. And the bosses are clearly talking and coordinating. And that's why it's important we, as a trade union movement and wider society, coordinate our response. Students joining with their lecturers, pupils joining with their teachers, people in communities joining with their job centre workers who are striking. All of us coming together to show that there are more of us than there are of them. That's the TUC Regional Secretary, James McKenna there, addressing uh, uh, the crowd in St Peter's Square. And he was followed by Salford and Eccles Labour MP, Rebecca Long-Bailey. And after she had spoken about the ongoing disputes in the postal sector, as well as the universities, I asked her what her message was to the students of today. I think to students themselves, I think they need to recognise that they might be one of the last generations to enjoy the type of education that they receive 
And we already know that over the last 10, 15 years, stress within the sector has meant that people haven't delivered or received um, the education to the levels that it might have been 20 years ago. Um, and they need to fight for their children's futures as well as making sure that they're buoying up our economy overall because it's not just about individuals and individual pay. It's about recognising how crucial universities are to our wider economic ecosystem, the value that they provide to local areas, and also the jobs of the future and the innovations that they create. And if you don't have staff that are being paid properly, you're not going to get the best people because no one's going to stay. Um, you're going to see high levels of staff sickness and, and stress within the workforce. And you're also not going to get the best out of your workforce overall. And that worries me because at a time when we should be doing all, our, all we can to grow the economy, we're not. So the UCU and Unison weren't the only trade unions at the rally. We spotted a couple of uh, German trade unionists from the Verdi Union, which is I think the second largest trade union in, in Germany. And uh, one of them, Mira, told me that they were facing really similar problems actually in Germany. Cost of living are rising now in Germany like here. And we uh, have had some fights also, industrial actions this summer. For example, at the port and aviation services, and now uh, we prepare for the next round for the public service workers. That will start in January with the negotiation, and we think it will be very hard. And so, for example, uh, public transport, uh, some lines are yeah, are down, and there are real problems because the drivers are not there, and so they know they have to raise wages but uh, they don't want it. So we're, we're here at the rally and it's still going on actually and there's loads and loads of people speaking and there's what, hundreds and hundreds of people here. And we've got Lucy uh, from the branch again. Lucy, what, tell us about the, the rally itself because we've got flags from Unison, we've had the local MP for Salford speaking. It's been an amazing kind of day. No, it's been, it's been incredible. I think the fact that there's so many different people here from so many different organisations and different unions says so much about where we are right now. There's, um, you know, I think I think across the country and, and in sort of every sector, I think people are realising that things are broken and they have to come together and, and, tr and try and fight for something better and something fairer. And, and, and we're seeing that today with the coming together of, of people here at the rally and in support of each other's um, strike actions and disputes. One of the other unions who's got presence here is the PCS and you were you were practicing some drumming I saw you earlier on uh, in with the drum crew. Yeah um, this is not my first time with the PCS samba band. Um, they, they often need uh, additional people to play the um, the surdo, the bass drum, which is quite straightforward but quite hard work and so yeah it was amazing, it's amazing drumming with them and sort of being at the centre of all the noise feels feels brilliant actually and I think because there's an attempt to um, stop disrupt, you know, there's, there's a real crackdown on protest at the moment from the government and noise is included in that. I think being able to make a noise and really kind of say something together is, is a really powerful feeling and it's kind of captures what solidarity and collectivity is all about. Okay, so we're on day two. We're speaking now on day two of the strike. We've got more action next week, but also we're told the prospect of some talks possibly with the employers. How's, tell us a little bit about that side of how the dispute's going. So um, I'm one of the nas um, elected national negotiators and we're going to London on the 30th to meet with the employer. Uh, this is the first time 
I've actually met them in person because everything else, you know, so since lockdown has been online. And I think, and I hope that there'll be a very different dynamic when people meet in a room together and we actually get to kind of look at each other and be with each other. So I'm, 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 I really hope that they recognise that three percent is insufficient and and that um, you know staff need to be able to have a kind of livable um, and this sort of fair pay particularly sort of people at the bottom of the pay spine we need to we desperately need to do something about that because currently universities are struggling to even recruit say cleaning staff or, or IT staff we you know we have to see some movement there but I think also crucially we need to have some movement on that you know the number of temporary contra contracts in the sector because that props up I think kind of wage suppression as well and we, we need people to be on um, secure um, contracts so that they can they can have a life and so actually we can we can have a kind of a, you know a, a university sector that, that um, really kind of realizes its its aspirations to be brilliant to provide brilliant education for students to do the brilliant research we need. Okay Lucy Burt from the UCU thanks very much let's have a little listen back to some of the drumming. So that's, uh, that's about it for the second episode of the Picket Line podcast. As you heard there from Lucy, um, talks, face-to-face -face talks with the employers are due to start next week. We'll bring you any updates as and when we have them. So keep an eye out on our social media, ManMetUCU. That's all one word, at ManMetUCU. That's about it. Vince, thanks very much for joining us on the Picket Line podcast. It's been a pleasure, Pete. Solidarity and thanks for listening.